0: Hello everyone! This is You've Got 5 Options, a radio show where we prove that 5 is a magic number. Our experts will give you 5 tips on how to make your private or professional life better. We will solve your life challenge by giving you 5 different options to choose from. And our guests will answer 5 exciting questions while live on air. Tune in and feel the magic of 5. Hello, everyone. This is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got Five Options show. Yes, and we are back with second part of Five Steps to conscious conscious leadership. I I was thinking that maybe I will send uh, Diana telepathically a message so she can say it with her voice, but I failed miserably. So uh, we are continuing the topic of conscious leadership with Diana Paulson. And if you have missed the first part where uh, Diana was talking about what actually conscious leadership is, and why is it important, and why it has a potential to change the world, then you definitely have to come back either to our website, the 5 optionscom five as a number, because there you can find all of our previous episodes or you can find us on Spotify. That's one of my latest favorites because we got um, a page on podcast on Spotify. Or you can look for us on iTunes, any other podcasting app or even on YouTube where we have our own channel. You've got five options and it is Marta for Wee. Yes. So, you don't have to pay. I
1: know it's amazing. So no matter what you like, you can find us where you've got five options. And we have Diana Polsen who's talking about five steps to conscious leadership. And we have talked a lot about why conscious leadership is important. We have talked about that actually conscious leadership can be applied to yourself. And this is where you should start your own, so to speak, self-leadership in all the life situations you are. So it's not only for managers, it's for humans. And we spoke a lot about the first step, which is awareness. And I know, Diana, that you have just a little bit more to add on to awareness.
2: Today, so go ahead. Yeah, it's never too it's little of awareness, right? No, okay, yeah, I just will summarize, I think, what we've been talking. But yeah, awareness is just getting, you know, first aware of yourself, what you want, your visions, your strengths, your core zone of genius, then getting aware of whatever emotions you've been going through, your thoughts, and the best way, of course, if you can train mindfulness, you will recognize. by step these things and i think i really love connecting two words what's happened when you really like you could say i wouldn't call it a result but consequently happening when you become more aware it's just you become more compassionate about yourself and others and it's this wisdom comes like inner wisdom which is always i believe that's very important if you compassion and wisdom if you they go together these are the, the, the amazing skills to have as a leader. And then I wanted just to go through of uh, well, I believe it really beautifully explains what we've been talking about, corporate world, and really how hard it is to shift to that state. And these are states, it's not like steps. Of course, you're moving from one state to another, but in five minutes, you can just go through all these states. So Exactly the first state is like what life is happening to me. So you could call it as victim consciousness. So everything like where is a problem, for example. So somebody's fault is about that problem and somebody has to fix it. Everything that happens in life and organization anywhere is eternally. And it's like believing that I have no influence at all. If something happened, where's a problem, then it's necessary somebody's fault, it's not my fault. And then somebody needs to fix. it. So moving from that and if you are like taking responsibility, and I think here I know you're doing coaching and this is coaching where it comes, right? But like if you take responsibility, you're open, you are curious. You are moving in state of creator, like, I am responsible for it. I am creating life. I am creating, and even on my website, create your story, right? Because you are moving with, okay, everything is rather than seeing any problem that is external. No, everything that happens wherever in life in organization, it's something that I can learn from. And then where I'm really moving to it. And I think it's mostly what I've been, like, steps are related to that state and coaching is empowerment. So first state is disempowered because you believe that everything that happens is externally. Another is empowerment. And I believe that if we can, yeah, in general, with coaches and and people working with personal development, It's a beautiful state to be.
0: I totally agree. Although I have to say I was thinking lately about taking responsibility for your uh, own life. And I have to say that I think this is actually uh, one of the most difficult first starting steps because I think many people don't want to take no. responsibility because suddenly as you said you have no one to blame exactly and you su- right. and and exactly. I think yeah. and I think some people might even think yeah 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 but no no, no. I I like to blame you know it's the <laughs> politics it's the government it's my boss it's the company I'm working with it's the economy it's the culture of the country I am in it's my husband or my wife that is not understanding enough my kids are uh. it's really comfortable to blame Everyone else around you, and also, you know, including God, Satan, or whatever you want, Mother Nature, because then you don't have to take responsibility for your life. And you are always in this nice comfort zone when you can just point fingers at others. And I think it requires a certain maturity and readiness. To say, I actually can see how I have contributed to every single thing that has happened in my life and I'm ready to take responsibility. It's empowering, but it's also freaking scary. So I think that this is actually one of those crucial steps on this uh, road to conscious leadership.
2: Yeah. Do you think
0: that... Yeah, exactly. I mean,
2: I love how you said that because, I mean, it's just like, we still, no matter, like, I guess you're also working on coaching and you know what, okay, this is your responsibility, but we still, we go to this state sometimes. Too many things happen. Too many. Why did he do that? Why did she do that? Why why these things happen, right? And then, but okay, then if we, like, whatever mindfulness or training, we get aware, okay, that actually happened for me to learn something from it. And it's really... Empowered state to be really hard. I mean, it's re- I know it's very hard. It was very hard to shift from you just suddenly, what, okay, no, there's nobody to blame. So <laughs> and you are alone suddenly, yeah? Yes. It's also a sense of loneliness. We are scared of loneliness, we're scared of death. So,
1: basically, for all of you listeners who are very interested and feeling that you might be slightly scared, but yet still ready to take on some responsibility for your own life, you can start with actually trying it out. So when a situation comes where you feel, oh, how could he, she do that to me? Or why does it happen to me? Try to shift that into what can I learn out of this? What is potentially good learning from this one or how can I step in and steer the situation from here? Okay, this happened and how can I step into that? Take the role of this is my life and I have the ability to respond in a way I want to respond. So take it in this, something happens and you are practicing your own ability to respond To that situation, you can respond either as a victim, use that words and be disempowered, or you can respond as a person that takes ownership and responsibility for your life. And you can step up and say, how can I respond in a positive way and get my power
2: back? Yes. So, I mean, Mar- Marty is working with Wes, so Of course, she's an expert. <laughs> yeah. So it,
1: I'm talking from my own yeah. experience. Like yeah. before I went into coaching and became a coach myself, that's how I started. I was deeply in this victim mode and everything was happening to me. And that was so disempowering. But I slowly started to like, OK, there is a situation. What's my ability to respond? And really noticing that just case by case, how I gain more and more empowerment if I respond to it with taking care of it and how if I give in and how is it if I am just like, you know, oh, poor me and so on. So just practice that. Take little cases and you will yourself see by examples how you feel when you decide to step up and take that power or how if you are just Coming back to the snow is just for me. I just want a kilo of ice cream. Ice cream is good sometimes. <laughs> it's not that we have something against cream. Yes, and you pizza ruin- is good sometimes. <laughs> you are ruining pizza <laughs> and ice cream for me. I think this is
2: th- this show goes in dark places, okay? <laughs> no, but no. I know
0: what you mean, Marta.
2: I, uh, I think it was so beautifully said, but I don't have anything to add. Yeah, I,
0: I, I think that you are obviously both coaches. I'm not a coach. No? No, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm not a coach at all. Um, I, I have my other... Uh, has you said it in a such a nice way a core genius something, yeah, something so zone, yeah, yeah. yeah but what I do uh, usually say to myself when I'm in a situation that I start to complain is like for instance when I was working in a in a corporation I didn't like it who is forcing you to come here every day and you can find excuses yeah but I need to make yeah. money <laughs> no yes but this is your choice to make money this way it's It's hard to but if if you will actually take responsibility for the fact that if I have a bad relationship, I am every day deciding to stay in that relationship. So instead of complaining, I will either shut up and keep on being in a bad relationship or I will do something about it. It's the same with work, with anything else. So I think that in my case, it's always like, okay, you are here where you are, but you are deciding to be here. Even if it sucks for some reason, you decide the sucky thing. So now stop complaining and start thinking how to make it better. So as you can see, I'm definitely not a coach with my weird <laughs> no, <laughs> cold shower. I, I believe
2: I just want to say girls, you are both conscience leaders. Why do you need me to speak about the topic? You just you no, can continue we, on we your no own. No, 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 OK, oh, yes. so we can we can uh, continue later. Yeah. Yeah. We
1: <laughs> can settle on that. There is some awareness in each one of us. And I would really love you, Diana, if you could tell us a bit about the other steps.
2: Yes, it's just, um, yeah, it's beautiful. We are all on this path, right? To getting, we're trying every day, trying a little be a little more aware. Okay, so after this empowered state, when everything happens, learning experience, if. If a person is willing, a little look is it really true? I mean, is it life and me? Is it really separate? And then just trying surrender, you probably hear a lot of words surrender wherever cycles. It's just like people talk about surrendering, what surrendering. And as for me, it's not exactly surrendering wherever it's beyond you it's just to life itself. And then after surrendering is more life is happening through me so this is the stage where it's really difficult because this is you're really letting go of ego ego likes control right <laughs> yeah you don't need to tell me that i know that very much like i used to be so much in love with control and you know having everything in place and whatever but if you're really walking that path at some point you really need to somehow surrender see what lives bring to you I have actually a beautiful example of one company in California. And it was, yes, you could say Conscience Leaders or whatever we call them. But we went for a yeah, mindfulness retreat and they just asked, okay, what really wants to go through? What's the purpose wants to go through our company? And and we just intuitively saw that, okay, it was some kind of medical transformation and we came back and we really implemented transformation so they kind of trained also the doctors in this conscience leadership and I mean they really created big changes. So it can happen but I mean I completely agree it has to be the right people. but especially like for the ones maybe who are listening and we want to go for the, any passion may have in life, it's very good just to go somewhere in a place you know out of your home nature and just what really what's the purpose wants to go through. Me. And sometimes we just get surprised with answers our wisdom tells. I think that's one of the like that. That's something that I have really
1: uh, had to allow myself to go through that. And I think this is very important and yet so difficult for people to decide to allow ourselves to actually take some time out and actually look into those important and deep things And allow yourself to actually, you know, slow down and some inner wisdom and purpose to come to you. Come through you,
0: yeah, and and you made a very good point, Diana, about the ego because ego, or you know, however we else could name it, we like to have everything into control. We have an image of ourselves. We have either thought we dreamt of something, or our family or society told us that we should be this and that. We finished a specific type of university. We have a specific type of a career, so we see ourselves in that specific path, and to face yourself and think this is not what I want. It's one of the most difficult things you have to do because you are indeed against your ego. And actually we know one of our really beautiful, great friends, 10 years of climbing a ladder in a hotel industry. She was that close to be a general manager. All her life she thought that this is what she wants to do. And then she had the courage. I was so impressed by her balls. I don't want it anymore. No, she was that close to be at the top of hierarchy of the entire, you know, industry. And she said, No, actually, you know what, I want to be an accountant again, because this is what I wanted to do when I was uh, 21. And she is working in accounting right now. But you have to have balls, inner spiritual balls, I don't know how to call (laughs) it, to be against your ego, because you know, there will be a lot of people telling you, like, what the hell are you doing? Or you will be saying to yourself, "I have just wasted ten years of my life to get there," and you know it's. Um, so I think the ego point is very, very valid here.
2: Yeah, you just mentioned another like example. I think of conscience leader. That's amazing, amazing example. I think. Yeah. So
0: ladies, being
1: slightly mindful <laughs> of time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I, I just wanted to, yeah, hear what are the next. Steps.
2: okay I just will the, the, the last step of awareness which is of course maybe we have a glimpse of it but it's really difficult state to be is when you're moving to oneness so where is no life you know through you it's just life happening as me so it just experience it's just knowing and from that state problem comes you know a solution. But where is no problem, no you. And I know this is not the state I will talk about much. I mean, maybe from meditation we can, you know, experience this kind of bliss. But that's basically four. You could say. I think it's a very beautiful way to describe it. Oh. So I'm definitely
1: uh, on the lower end of the four
0: states of awareness. <laughs> lower end of four state. Marta, very mysterious message. But you are on a
2: very high end of creative <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> I mean, we are all trying, you know, that's we're trying to be more aware every day. And that's the most important. I'm also trying step little by little.
1: Okay, so now let us move. uh, So that were the four states of awareness. Thank you so much for that, Diana. That was uh, very informative. And I think this is something that people have to digest and kind of, you know, reflect on themselves. And now let's come back to the steps of conscious leadership. So. Tell us about the second step of conscious leadership.
2: The second step is vision. So it's just like normal when you get more aware about yourself, about what you want, your wishes, and then where is a vision, right? And it's just amazing if you get this vision through this like step of awareness when it's happening through me, because it's very difficult. Like example, if you want to go for your passion and then, OK, I want to do something related to people <laughs> whatever yeah so it just it's not clear what people so it will be very difficult to make steps towards that but when you have a clear vision okay what are the steps what is the strategy what are the tactics towards that it doesn't mean that it will not change because everything is changing all the time but just having it it will help you like okay every day especially if leaving job or some kind of a situation but well, okay this is what i want this is what i want this is what i want so I really love like even creating visual images on on yeah on your desktop on your laptop. So just a reminder where you're going, it's difficult to go somewhere right if you, you don't, don't know, know where, where, you're where you're going. Yeah. Yes, I mean, totally.
1: Yeah, we we definitely do talk a lot uh, about vision with our guests. So we definitely are totally up for it and what is then so you become aware you start building your vision so that you know where you're going what comes next
2: i call it inspiration i really love this quote of gandhi be the change you wish to see in the world so when you know the vision you know the values you know you know what's important for you you are simply aligning with it and when you really, like, you know, stand up, you speak your truth, and especially if it's in a team, and then, okay, you agreed on these visa values of organization of your team, of a business, and suddenly some wind's coming, and then you just suddenly, okay, no, maybe, like, no, I think I should take that. Just always like, getting back to your vision, getting back to values you agreed, getting back to what's important to you, and really being, you know, example of what you believe in. Because how can you expect For example, team members to follow the values if you don't follow yourself. So I think it's just it's very simple. And I think Gandhi put it very well. It's just it's also about self-leadership a lot. Yeah, totally.
1: And I, I can I have experienced recently situations where actually people have come to me saying like, I don't see those values in leaders that are supposed to be my leaders. And I just, I don't even want to listen to that. Because if you say the values, but with your behavior, you actually don't bring it to your
0: organization. It's better not to even talk about them. No, that I totally agree. I think people are getting more and more allergic to bullshit. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of things are becoming just a very, you know, buzz jargon words, the values of the companies like I can bet that 80% of the values are repeating from a corporation to corporation. And it's like it goes through one ear goes through another, but I think we are now reaching a point when it becomes irritating and annoying. So Marta, actually, that was a very good point. Diana, I also love this quote. I have to yeah. say it's one of my favorite quotes yeah. and, and also, you know, points to take responsibility for yourself instead of expecting the world to change. But uh, yeah, I also, uh, you know, there is also va- one very wise guy called Michael Jackson, <laughs> who was talking about a man in a mirror and, you know, making change from that, that man. So I totally agree. So, I love that song, by the way. Yeah, it's, a song. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I it's the listen. best with pizza and ice cream, by the way. My kids are now into Michael
1: Jackson, so I get to listen to it every single day. But that's not a bad song to listen to. No. So we get aware. We build our vision so that we know where we are going. And then we ensure that we are inspired and that we become inspiration to others so that uh, we can go to the step number four, which is? Determination. Oh, la la. (laughs) Okay. Tell us about determination. What's important about that?
2: Just imagine okay, we are aware, we have a vision, we are aligning with it, and now like we really need to create business over how it is. And if we don't take actions, right, nothing nothing really will happen. And that inner confidence, but it also comes with awareness what whatever happens, you know, I'm really taking actions. It doesn't mean you will always have open doors, right? Probably many times doors will be closed. It's normal because you basically, you will go with people who align with you. But it's just really having determination, no matter if I'm detouring, if I'm getting straight lane, but I'm going where. And, and that comes like with confidence or inner power or whatever. And it's just mindful actions, of course, with really feeling, okay, Am I going for it? Is this really aligned with my values, with my, like, where I decided to be my vision? So I think we all know what without taking actions, (laughs) things will not happen just by itself.
1: But it's very important because when when you talk about taking actions and when you talk about determination, you still mention about being aligned with your vision and you still uh, mention this mindful approach so I think because some of us are maybe poor on taking actions but maybe there are others who are very good on taking actions but not necessarily the right actions <laughs> just
2: don't tell me because I, I had never had problems with taking action, but actions but actions that I took in life were really not aligned and so it just exactly I, I very much agree with that yeah
1: so depending which person you are you either need to work on you know you know what. But you struggle with taking action or maybe you are good with uh, taking action, but you need to shift into uh, being aligned and taking mindful actions towards your your actual vision. Yeah.
2: And becoming from this first leader example to another one, yeah, because I relate to everything myself that I'm talking, so just... Yeah. Yeah. So
1: then we become more and more aware. We continue building our vision. We become inspiration. We are determined to take the right actions mindfully towards our vision. And the last final step of conscious leadership is open.
0: (laughs) Openness.
2: Mm, Okay. Yeah, and it can be perceived in many ways. We will see how many minutes we have for that one. We do have still time, so tell (laughs) us about openness. Because, okay, when we are taking actions, we have all aligned. And then, you know, like things in life, where it's like, you know, another lovely quote, but the only constant thing in life is change itself. So everything is changing all the time. And maybe our personal situation changes, maybe externally big crisis, big change just happen so just leaving this openness flexibility to review to see okay maybe some things can be changed maybe something was not working well as well if it's related to your team and employers just being open okay what happened if things didn't work you know really understanding the context of that what can be changed what if person made a mistake why really he made a mistake so being open whatever happens like i i love example of like bamboo right it's very very rooted very strong but it's still it can be a little move whatever happens yes so i i think it's important it's just like okay i'm deciding i'm very strong about it, i have vision i'm going for it but i'm just also leaving this place for openness for review for evaluation and i i think that this is actually you are talking about uh, some sort of a golden mystical
0: balance because I could definitely see in some people a problem with balancing the determination with openness, right? Because at one point you are, because I think for me, determination is not personally so much about taking action, but taking action after you failed, for instance, the first time, right? So when you are starting with your own business or with your own project, whatever that is, we tend to get discouraged because we are like, okay, uh, this doesn't work. I don't know, uh, let's just quit or let's just whatever, right? And if you are determined, you are like, no, okay, this is a learning. I'm going further and further. So I guess the very interesting thing is to find the balance where to stop pushing for one specific outcome and be more open to actually look around and see what's happening with you and around you, because I think that 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 could be a problem. Some people will be determined, too much determined. Some people will uh, think that everything is a sign for them to change the direction right so yeah okay this didn't work it means that i don't know a universe is telling me that i should not go there and actually if they would knock again to the door it would be open so i think this is this balance that we all have to learn where to stop pushing and where to actually uh, be more open to trying something new or or changing the course w- what do you think
2: about that I mean, you you said it's so beautiful. So I'm saying, girls, you are conscience leaders. You don't need me to speak about it. It's uh, it's exactly because, like, okay, where is? But when you are aware, right? When you train with awareness, what we have, and when you are finding, I really like Hawaiian philosophy. I think it's effectiveness, is a measure of the truth. That's very mm-hmm. beautiful, practical thing to say. So okay, if you're pushing, pushing, I mean it's not also pushing, it's determination, confidence, going for something. And you see, okay, where something is not working. So maybe it's just like one thing out of ten needs to be changed and suddenly it will open up. So this kind of openness, it doesn't mean that you are so easily, you know, swayed by the winds, what by nose or wherever it is. So exactly just finding this middle balance and and feeling. When you really have to stop and and see maybe something needs to change or maybe just like you got scared about something.
0: So Diana, would you say that this... um Balance, of course, I think for every single individual, it lies in a, in a different proportions. But would you say that that comes together with being more aware of yourself? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, someone would ask me, OK, so how can I calculate this balance, you know, for myself? So I guess it's something that you actually gain the feeling of this balance. You gain it t- together with the awareness. Is that what you mean?
2: Exactly. That's why we use all the first part about awareness, right? OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ma- Marta, I'm curious,
1: what do you think about that as well? So what I need to say is that unfortunately we have to close our episode for today. Damn it. But I love how you, Diana, have also walked us through the four stages of awareness, because I guess this openness, uh, you know, as you race through your awareness states. Also, your ability to find the right balance increases naturally. I am really sorry to have to close this very interesting topic that has by no means been exhausted. Marta, <laughs> this... you just don't want to answer
0: my question.
1: In these uh, two episodes, but unfortunately, we are on a radio schedule. So yes, that's true. thank you so much, Diana, for coming in today. And thank you, Anna, for co-hosting. And our listeners, please have a lovely day. Yes. Bye-bye, guys.
2: Bye-bye.
1: You are listening to You've Got 5 Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that 5 indeed is a magic number.
0: To catch up with our previous programs... Apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come
0: for more. That's all, folks!